0: what's up everyone welcome to another episode of it's my tv show today we're going to be talking about a mass array of subjects this might be a long one tonight guys that being said uh, i've got some water i've got water going you... drink water because red Bull. Is super unhealthy, but that's all I have in my mini-fridge is Red Bull. For those of you wondering, yeah, I have a mini-fridge. It's like 10 inches by 3 inches by 4 inches. Anyway, let's get right into it today. Uh, so first, I wanted to start talking to you guys about the Disney Plus. Disney Plus is a sweet streaming service that contains all your favorite childhood nostalgia films, you know, Disney and Pixar coming together bringing you the best of the best movies. This includes but is not limited to all those childhood classics like Ratatouille, Up, and Toy Story, but also all of the Marvel MCU movies, except Spider-Man, and of course the entire Star Wars franchise. This is a huge deal. Star Wars is a highly polarized fan base, but is probably one of the most famous fucking franchises out there. Like, I mean, I could probably look up the most famous franchise and you would probably either get Star Wars or Harry Potter. The famous franchise. I I have have to know, the most famous movie franchises. Looking it up on Google, And number one, it's MCU. Number two, Star Wars. Number three, James Bond. Uh, Number four, Batman. Number five, Harry Potter. Um, So out of the first five, the first top two are owned by Disney. Okay, they're owned by Disney. So I don't know what that's supposed to tell you, but it's telling me one really big fucking thing. It's that Disney Plus is worth it. People who don't have Disney Plus right now um, It's got a lot of great shows and I'm gonna talk to you about those most recent shows. They're all from the MCU right now So in order of release you have WandaVision Then we got the Falcon and Winter Soldier then we got Loki and right now uh, the episodes are still coming out. We got what if? and You know, I'm not gonna spend like too much time talking about each of those shows individually. I could do a whole episode if you guys wanted that. But I just wanted to give like a quick little summary of the shows. WandaVision, you know, takes place right after Endgame. You get Wanda with no vision because Vision died in Infinity War. And you couldn't really bring him back from the snap since he was, you know, pretty much dead in Infinity War. He was one of the very few that actually died. Um, But, you know, it takes place. Right after Endgame, it's got the whole, it's a really interesting take on reality, is what I'll say. Then we had The Falcon and Winter Soldier, which again is straight after Endgame. And I think what's important to note here is that after Endgame, we didn't get another movie until Spider-Man Far From Home, and then we got nothing. Black Widow was supposed to come out, it was pushed back, and then it got pushed back some more because of the coronavirus. And that coronavirus thing just kind of screwed everything up because people weren't allowed to go to theaters. So Disney had to improvise and they had the most genius idea to stream shows with their like C-list cast. The ones that weren't as popular, the ones that weren't as famous and they fucking gold mined it, dude. WandaVision was a success. The Falcon Winter Soldier was huge. It has huge things to say for the next, the future of the MCU. And we'll be talking about more of the future of the MCU in our Black Widow episode, but you know, that's not for me to say right now. Then we also had Loki, which again, if you remember in Endgame, also if you haven't seen Endgame, you probably aren't really socially accepted right now. Um, sorry to say it, but Disney controls most of pop culture and the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of runs the United States at any given point in time. So. In Endgame, Loki picks up the Tesseract and he dips. Basically, that's all we see. Loki takes place like literally right from there, picks up to where Loki teleports, and it just goes insane. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. And now we have What If. What If is an all animated show, um, surprisingly enough, but it's got some nice voice actors. It's got a really sweet, smooth animation style, and it's got that interesting factor. You know, it's got that wow. It's got that what if and i mean i've seen all the episodes that have been out so far you had the first one it was what if steve rogers never got the super soldier serum he becomes the first iron man and peggy carter becomes the you know captain america but she really becomes captain carter instead all these episodes are super cheesy by the way like if you watch them you're not going to be able to watch them without cringing i'm just going to say that right away you also had the second episode which is a little bit more you know, a little bit out there, a little bit less mainstream. You had, what if T'Challa had become Star-Lord? And basically what happened in there was fucking Yondu picked up T'Challa by not picking up Peter and he just became, you know, a selfless guy who's a well-known vigilante outlaw. Kind of out there, still, you know, cheesy, cringy and all that. And then we had the most recent episode is, what if Marvel didn't have its Avengers? And that is pretty fucking sick. Again, super cheesy, a little bit cringy, a little bit less cringy than the other ones. But basically, all of the Marvel, like, Avengers get killed off before the first Avengers movie. Like, uh, first one to die was Iron Man from Iron Man 2, then Thor dies, um, then Hawkeye dies, then uh, the Incredible Hulk dies, then Black Widow dies. Um, the only one to not die was the only one that wasn't found yet, and that's Captain America. Um, and so, like, I guess Captain America and Captain Marvel have to become the new Avengers or whatever. Anyway, that's beside the point. I'm getting too much into these shows when I said I wasn't going to. Basically, what we have here is Disney Plus is really putting its emphasis on its Marvel Cinematic Universe, on its Star Wars, and on its original shows. These aren't the only original shows that Disney Plus is putting out. Like they're showing all of the old nostalgic crap, like Zack and Cody and Randy Cunningham, ninth grade ninja, you know, the old good Disney. And then they're putting out new stuff. They've got a new Turner and Hooch original series. They've got the High School Musical new series. They're pumping out so much garbage, so much, you know, centralized pop culture crap that people can't stop subscribing and and paying for this, you know? It's ridiculous. But you know, if you aren't watching at least one of these shows that I've mentioned, whether it's like The Mandalorian or What If or the High School Musical fucking series, then you aren't seen as socially acceptable. And I think that's kind of fucked up. I think it's really weird how much streaming services have influenced our pop culture and how much it's messing up what is and what isn't socially socially acceptable to know and not know. Um, but, you know, while I'm talking about um, originals, like this original shows and let me take you over to Netflix, okay? Netflix was probably one of the first streaming services. I'm not sure if it is the first. Do not quote me on that, guys. I'm not even 20 years old, okay? Anyway, I'm just trying to say, Netflix is like, when you save a streaming service, probably the first thing that pops in your head is Netflix because it's like the most popular one out there, right? It's been around for a while. You can generally trust it. You know what it has and what it uh, generally doesn't have. I was actually watching Netflix this morning. I was watching Inception on Netflix. Do I have the DVD at home? Yes. At my home right now? No. So I watched Inception on Netflix because that's where it is because I have a Netflix account. But Netflix, let me just tell you this, guys. Netflix pumps so much of its goddamn money into pumping out goddamn fantastical originals. If we're talking about socially acceptable shit, I mean, how many people haven't heard of Stranger Things at this point, right? Like, I'm not saying you've seen it, right? But I'm saying you've heard of it. You, you know that there's a character who can do shit with their mind and that there's like Dungeons and Dragons or whatever, right? That That's what I'm trying to tell you. Netflix has pumped so much of its money into its originals and it shows. More of its originals are watched than other shit that they put on. And I think it's a way that, I think they're not really making enough money to be like good, but they're making enough money to make more originals to make them more money by like having people subscribe to watch these originals and i mean like there's a number of them that are extremely good you've got stranger things you've got outer banks which i like for the past week people have been talking non-stop about outer banks my younger brother himself told me you gotta watch outer banks i haven't seen the show i'm probably not going to unless like i get a recommendation from someone who's a a film slash tv connoisseur like me Like, I mean, my brother is part of the, you know, vast majority of America who's easily influenced by shit. You know, so I'm not going to take 100% his word for it. But, I mean, this is my brother that we're talking about. Like, I kind of trust him to tell me, like, whether or not this would be a good show for me to watch or not. But, you know, you've got Outer Banks, you've got Stranger Things, you've got this show out there called You. I don't know if you've ever seen You, guys. You is pretty fucking good. It's about like a psychotic boyfriend who really wants this girl. Um, you've also got the Marvel. The Marvel C-list heroes. All of them are on Netflix and when I say C-list heroes I don't mean like they're trash. I just mean they're less known. You have Daredevil. A lot of people try to think about Daredevil and all they can think about is the Ben Affleck 2000 movie. And that was just a shit show, guys. We do not need to talk about his superpower jumping abilities or just the fact that Bullseye was really weird in that one. Uh, we're just not gonna talk about it, okay? But Daredevil, the Netflix show, it's fucking fantastic. I recommend it to anyone, even if you're not a Marvel fan, even if you're not a Daredevil fan, just watch it. It's that good. But you've also got Iron Fist, amazing character. You've got Luke Cage. He's fucking invincible and then you've got you have Jessica Jones who in my opinion is like the least interesting out of the four but then like along with all those four you've also got the Punisher you know he has his own show and he's played by the same guy who plays uh, Shane in The Walking Dead The Walking Dead which is also on Netflix so i mean like and i mean yes you have your really really bad netflix originals and right now i'm just gonna drop some fucking names like 13 reasons why and enola holmes you can call me out on that if you want you can say that 13 reasons why was a good show but i can list you 13 reasons why i would want to shoot you uh, face to face and then shoot myself for having dealt with you but that's beside the point you know netflix is just Popular streaming it has amazing shows and then it has its wide range of movies Like you'll get some really insane movies on Netflix. Like you'll get Inception. You'll get um, I I don't really know I don't watch movies on Netflix. i really watch the Netflix original shows Um, But like yeah, just for example, uh, Homefront that's like a really random Jason Statham movie. Uh, It's also got James Franco in it, I think and like you know what I'm saying like Netflix just has its selection like you can you could probably look up a movie if it's not anywhere else it's probably on Netflix Um, but then I want to go over to another streaming service because we're today is just talking about streaming services and I want to talk to you guys about Amazon Prime Amazon Prime is probably the least known for its streaming Um, because I mean yeah it's Amazon so it has literally everything but most of its shit you have to pay for like if you want to watch any like I mean you can pay for channels you can pay for specific streaming channels through Amazon Prime video that I think is really cool my dad did it for a little bit we had HBO we had stars and we had this other channel uh, that we paid through from Amazon Prime video and we could watch A bunch of movies that only stars had or only HBO had like uh, that third bad boys movie bad boys for life or the original Sam Raimi spider-man films I mean yeah we have those on DVD but this is high quality streaming so why wouldn't we um, pay for you know a channel that already has a bunch of really good movies on it and mainly popular movies Um, that's the problem with this it's like the popular movies are getting pushed towards the streaming services that make you wanna pay more money. Like if you wanna watch one of the Marvel movies, you have to go through like Netflix and then you'll go over to Amazon Prime for another one and then you'll go to Stars, then you'll go over to like, I don't know, Disney Plus if you want all of them. Like I remember back before Disney Plus, when at any given point in time, there were about four Marvel movies on Netflix. Now I'm pretty sure there's not even one on Netflix. Like you'll, you can't quote me on that because I don't know for 100% certainty, But like i remember when dr strange uh captain america the winter soldier and like fucking not iron man 3 iron man 3 was never anywhere but like infinity war yeah you know like doctor strange infinity war and one of the captain america movies were on netflix at the same time for like a really short period of time and i remember like taking a picture of when infinity war streamed on netflix like it was the most popular shit to hit netflix in a really long time and i know because it like started streaming on either december 21st or january 1st of like 20 whenever the movie came out like 2018 2019 so this was some popular shit but now all the marvel movies are being streamed over to disney plus and you have to pay for disney plus now but i'm getting off topic amazon prime video has its own unique originals and you've probably heard of some of them because they're getting really popular now You've probably heard of The Boys, uh, with its unique realistic take on superheroes. You've also probably heard of Invincible, with its more animated take, but still, you know, realistic about superheroes and their expectations. Then there's this lesser known one that, I mean, I've seen. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was thought provoking. It's called Upload. If you haven't seen it or heard of it, uh, I would recommend, you know, getting Amazon Prime Video just to watch this it's got a season two coming out uh shortly and you know i'm definitely gonna watch that it's about this show where basically right before you die they upload your memory and your consciousness onto some kind of digital surface digital reality where you're allowed to live indefinitely like you become immortal but only on like a digital platform that other people are allowed to visit you through but you know the poorer you are the less experiences you get in your digital afterlife and you know main character uh he's a pretty young guy he gets into an accident and he's not really used to being dead so i mean honestly it's a really good show i would highly recommend it but i mean you've also got other shows like what's the fucking one with john krasinski um i think it's jack Ryder or jack something jack reacher maybe i don't know I have to look it up now i'm sorry um but it's this john krasinski show on uh amazon prime jack ryan it's called jack ryan i'm so sorry i think i had it right jack ryan i don't know um anyway amazon prime is pushing out far far less originals but the ones that they're putting out are extremely high quality like these are the shows that are getting people talked about like people are talking about invincible people are talking about the boys they're talking a little bit less about upload and jack riot Ry- jack ryan because um you know they're a little bit lesser known but once people start actually paying attention to these lesser known shows they'll probably agree that they're pretty good um but right now i want to take you over to one of the newer uh streaming services and that's hbo max now hbo max is unique in this one sense and um uh that is uh how do i word this in you know legible terms okay you know when a movie comes out in theaters usually you have to go in theaters to watch it however disney plus has created this thing where it's like hey you know this movie that just came out in theaters well we own that you can watch that from your streaming service at home where you don't have to risk getting out in public. Problem is you got to pay $30 for it. You have to pay an extra 30 on top of your monthly Disney plus subscription. Does that sound like bullshit? Yes. Do most people do it? Probably more than they should. And um, like I can think of four Disney movies that have come out uh, since this has been installed and that's like Milan live-action Cruella live-action ryan the last dragon and then most recently black widow out of those four movies I did not pay for premiere access for any of them except black widow why is that because we figured literally that it's less money to get the $30 premiere access for my entire family to watch it on our like 60-inch TV in the living room with like surround sound speaker systems that's like 30 bucks for all six of us and we can watch it an unlimited amount of times until it's free on disney plus in like november um then spending like 10 bucks each uh just for a ticket then another like 30 or 40 dollars on you know concessions at the theater not to mention the expense of going there like that's gas money right there um But yeah, like it just makes so much more sense if you have a bigger family. If it's just you, like you're a lonely little dude uh, living in your mom's basement and your parents are too old to know what Marvel or Disney means, then I mean, yeah, it probably makes more sense to go out and watch it in theaters one time uh, and never really talk about it again. But I mean, I've seen Black Widow like a total of three times just because we've paid for it and just because it's a pretty damn fine movie. A lot of people disagree about that. I'll talk to you more about that In the actual black widow episode but hbo max now listen to this the same day a warner brothers movie comes out and this is warner brothers because hbo max like specifically loves warner brothers it also means like any dc movie because all the dc eu movies dc extended universe um all of those are being like directed and produced by Warner Brothers. So every DC movie slash every Warner Brothers movie that is coming out in theaters is at the same time being pushed to HBO Max for no extra cost. And this is why, like, there was a huge thing about this on when The Suicide Squad came out. A lot of people were really gung-ho about The Suicide Squad. Um, actually, let me, let me fix this a little bit. Who directed the first Suicide Squad? Uh, I'm trying not to be offensive or you know mean unnecessarily. So I'm looking up Suicide Squad directed by David Ayer. I don't know if that's the, I mean, I'll look up director. Just to make it like official. Okay, yes, director David Ayer. So when I talk about uh, Suicide Squad, I'm gonna say David Ayers Suicide Squad and then I'm going to say the newer one is called James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Just so that you guys are, you know, just a little bit um, clarified on this. So the 2016 David Ayers Suicide Squad came out and it was not received well. A lot of people did not like it. There was so much trash talk on it. Jared Leto felt really bad, I think. Margot Robbie was just terrible. It was just a bad movie all around, okay? We're not going to sugarcoat it here at It's My TV Show, folks. It was a shit show, honestly. 10 out of 10 would recommend flushing down your toilet. Then we have James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie, and it is fucking good. It is good. It is funny. It is hilarious. It's got great action. The special effects are off the charts, and you've got memorable characters like King Shark and fucking Radcatcher. And John Cena plays this like patriotic douchebag like I mean there's just so good in this movie like there's so much good in this movie that it's kind of disappointing when you think about David Ayer's Suicide Squad and I'm not trying to throw trash over to David Ayer I'm sure he's a great director I'm sure he was doing the best he could with what Warner brother gave him with what DC told him he could do and I don't know maybe Will Smith as like an executive producer was like throwing in some extra stuff that he wanted his character to do and say i'm not really sure guys i'm not a director i'm not a film producer or an executive of any kind i'm just telling you my personal thoughts because it's a free country i can do that hbo max lets you watch these new movies as soon as they hit theaters with no extra cost there was this huge article about why they thought James Gunn's Suicide Squad was less of a hit than uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad because of its theater turnout. Like, not that many people came out to watch it in theaters. But guess what? Their numbers are skewed because of their genius, like, big brain play to show it on their HBO, HBO Max streaming site with no extra cost. I was one of those lucky saps that watched it Like, the first day it came out on HBO Max. Me and my brother watched that shit. It's fucking hilarious. HBO Max also has its other thing going for it. Whereas Disney Plus has all the Marvel movies, HBO Max has all the DC movies. So if you want to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is its own can of worms, you can only watch that on HBO Max. And, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. When I got HBO Max, I got it for Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. That's that's the cut and dry of it. And then I stuck around because it has other good movies that you can watch. Not to mention its whole theater thing. Like when um, Godzilla vs. Kong came out in theaters, you didn't have to go and pay for that in theaters. You could watch that on HBO Max for like, I think two weeks. And then they like took it off for a little bit and it's back on now. So if you didn't watch Godzilla vs. Kong the first time around, it's not on theaters anymore. It's on HBO Max. You can check it out there. So, I mean, when we're talking about all this, like separately, like you think about this, Disney Plus with Marvel, Netflix with its originals, Amazon Prime with its originals and its streaming channels, and then HBO Max with its theater same day watchability. We have so much to unpack. That it's insane but that's where I want to talk to you guys about something completely different all right guys this brings me to probably the last point of the night all right it's getting late we've been talking for over almost half an hour now but there is a final point to this stuff. Do you guys remember Dish? Now, I'm whoever's listening to this is probably older than 13 years old, but I say this, like, not to be a joke, right? This isn't a joke. You guys remember Dish, right? It came with like six different types of package deals, ranging with the types of channels you could get. And uh, needless to say, you probably went from, you, whenever you went for a dish channel package you probably asked your parents to get the one that came with Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon right anything other than that didn't really matter but here's the thing whenever you went for those package those packages you really went for the ones that didn't really have much of the shit that you wanted to watch like it was 90% law and order and then 10% SpongeBob and that was not what we wanted and then Netflix came out and it had this weird selection of movies and random TV shows that kind of everyone wanted to watch. And people got away from Dish and the network providers and channels and crap like that. And now, I mean, people who have cable are really lucky and also really not lucky. I mean, I'm guessing cable's a lot cheaper now compared to how it was, I don't know, 20 years ago or even 10 years ago goddamn but like i'm guessing it's still slightly expensive but i'm guessing at the same time it's also worth it because cable has two things it has two things going for it really the live shows like you know live news um shows that have weekly episodes coming out you know you can see those every week uh, live when they come out and you know some other stuff like that right that's what cable has going for it but i bring up this point because of the disney plus package now if you don't know what i'm talking about you're probably not getting out much um i've had this ad for a couple of months now and it's talking about disney plus hulu and ESPN plus all three streaming services for like $19.99 a month i might be wrong about the price it might be a one-time price it might be a little bit more it might be a little bit less but regardless this is bringing me to that point this is bringing me to that whole we're going backwards we're going in a circle again we're going into streaming services are becoming the old cable we're going to start paying for packages because it's cheaper but it's going to be containing a lot of shit that we don't want like out of disney plus hulu and espn plus you're going to get a lot of things i mean from hulu You'll get those Cartoon Network shows, and you'll get the a lot of like um, live-action shows that a lot of people don't know about anymore. But you know, from Disney Plus, you get all those nostalgic TV shows and all those nostalgic movies, and also the new stuff that keeps coming in. And then, of course, ESPN Plus is sports, so you get all the sports stuff that's coming out: live sports, football, basketball, hockey, soccer, all that shit. All that's coming to you in one package and it's like they're teasing you with it basically they're like look at this look at this package you get so much good stuff out of this deal like you're an idiot for not making this deal but what's the real price here I mean I mentioned four different streaming services do you know how many of those four I have like I'm paying for one and my parents are paying for the other three Disney Plus Netflix, Amazon, HBO Max. These are four streaming services. I, I mean, Hulu I don't have and ESPN Plus I also don't have. There's probably like two or three other streaming services that you have to actually pay for. This isn't including like Peacock, uh, that's a free streaming service or Crunchyroll, which is also another free streaming service. Um, both of those you can pay for premium which is like no ads. But I mean, a lot of people, they like it because of their, you know, ads, but has a lot of free stuff. So I'm just trying to think, when is our society, our like streaming oriented society, going to hit that point where Dish, where Netflix becomes the new Dish? And you obviously we haven't hit it yet. Uh, We're nowhere near close hitting it. The first package i've ever heard of is this disney plus package that's what i'm gonna call it because i mean that's the one they advertise the most for it's like yeah there's sports and yeah there's hulu but I mean, it's disney plus that's the one you want to push for but i mean personally i don't like paying i don't like paying for a streaming service and i don't like the idea of my parents paying for streaming services just so that we can catch up on shit that we want you know uh, it's kind of ridiculous how much and how many different types of services and platforms you have to get on to watch that one show that your buddy from work recommended or that one movie that you remember from a really long time ago it's it kind of sucks like I mean me personally I've always had this idea that entertainment at least no because uh, it's not entertainment shouldn't be free God no I mean, like during the great depression of the united states in like the 1920s people were paying like five cents to watch movies because it took their mind off the fact that their economic system was in a complete fuckery like entertainment brings people together and private companies like disney like fox like hbo like amazon like hulu they're making money through entertainment and you know they're charging a fee for their services they are the ones that have to go to like the movie companies and like buy the movies or rent their i don't know trademark or all rights reserved crap (laughs) just so that i can click on an app click on the section of movies i want to watch click a movie hit play and i get it streamed on my television if i have a decent wi-fi connection they're putting in work for us to get entertainment so obviously you know they should be getting paid for it it's just at what point am i gonna have to start paying for six different packages so I can watch that one show that my friend recommended, that one movie that my mom wants to watch from when she was a child, and this new movie that's coming out that my little sister wants to watch. How how much am I gonna be paying for all this? You know, for just to be able to watch one thing from each. Obviously, I mean, it's a tough question. This is something that we are going to have to face as kind of like an american people but also as like kind of a global civilization i mean i'm personally i speak as an american from an american perspective i don't know if the uk has its own like separate streaming services they might they might not i don't know if japan has its own separate streaming services Uh, they might I don't know if, like, Egypt, or, um, Sudan, or fucking Russia, for God's sake. I don't know if Italy has its own streaming services. Do you think they do? They might. Is an Italian listening to this? Probably not. But, I mean, that's just what we're thinking about. That's what I'm thinking about, at least. And then again, I don't know if Dish, if, like, the cable company Dish, is out there pushing cable through Italy right now. I I have no goddamn clue. But it's just it's hard to think about and I can't say I like what the outcome is looking like I can't say I like what this might have in store for us as Americans for us as human beings who want entertainment I don't know what this is gonna do but you know I can't tell you even like which streaming service to get I wrote down recommendation under this like subtopic i wrote down recommendation and i don't think i can give one i don't think i can recommend just one streaming service because it's hard you know it's hard it's like you really have to pick the lesser evil because these streaming services are basically the same. they're the same price depending on how big of a family you have And, you know, if you're lucky, they might throw you a bone and be like, hey, we'll give you a month of free streaming service, but then that next month you have to actually pay for it. All right, is that cool? And you know, it's, (coughs) sorry about that. It's so weird that I can't even really give you guys a good recommendation. Like, honestly, Netflix is the one that we had first. Netflix is the one that we've had forever. My mom loves it because of Criminal Minds. My dad loves it because of its changing uh, selection. I love it because of the Marvel's Netflix seatlist shows. You know, we've never, we had Hulu for like one month. I remember this, we had Hulu for like a month. And the only thing I watched on it was like Cartoon Network shows, like regular show. And that was it. We'd never watched Hulu more than a month because it didn't have our choice. So obviously I wouldn't recommend Hulu. Disney Plus, like I said, it has every single nostalgic Disney Pixar movie you could think about. Toy Story, Up, Ratatouille, WALL-E, Ants, fucking Ants. I'm pretty sure Chicken Run is up there too, guys. It's... And then it has, like, the most popular franchises, Star Wars and the MCU. Like... I mean if you want to watch those i mean you kind of have to to be socially acceptable at this point to understand what people are talking about when they say ray or luke skywalker or darth vader or obi-wan kenobi or captain america or iron man you know it's it's tough amazon prime you know people have been talking about the boys and invincible more and more recently Because of how it's like showing off what we interpreted as superheroes, but in a more realistic way. HBO Max with its Disney, not Disney, with their DC exclusive and their Warner Brothers theaters availability. You know, like it's fucking crazy. I don't think I could pick one just, you know, just one to have because I love, I (laughs) god damn it I love the selection I love being able to go through each streaming service find something that I want to watch and just watch it I love the feeling of just comfortability accessibility you know stability it's just easy it's so much easier to have all of them but is it easier to have all of them it's expensive You know, you have to be able to keep track of your bills. You have to be able to know which one really has that show you want to watch. It's fucking stupid. So I can't give you a recommendation. I have to say, do the research. Find the movie that you want to watch or that TV show you want to watch. Uh, Get a recommendation from a friend. They'll probably give you their own opinion. Or, you know, just try them all out individually, you know? get Netflix for one month, get Hulu for the other, Disney Plus for all of them if you want. You don't even have to do just one. You can get multiple. You can get two if you want. You can go for that Disney Plus package I was talking about. It gives you Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN for the price of just one of those streaming services. Maybe it's not such a maybe it's a deal right now. Maybe it won't be in a year from now but we can't speak from that, okay? We don't deal in the future here. This is real talk, real shit happening right now. (sighs) But that is all I have to say for today. That's all I gotta say, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Be safe out there, make good choices. Make good choices, find a recommendation, and you know what? Actually, yeah, you know what, here, is a recommendation from each service. If you have any of these services, this is what I'm gonna recommend you to watch. So if you have Netflix, um, I recommend Netflix Originals Daredevil. I recommend that to you. It's a really good show. It's got some high-paced action, an intense soundtrack. It's got a good story in there. I recommend it. Amazon Prime Video, upload. Some really cool show, funny, Not too intense, kind of lighthearted, but also, you know, thought-provoking. HBO Max, I... You know, it's only streaming for a little bit right now, so I would say either James Gunn's The Suicide Squad or Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is four hours long, so I would definitely recommend stretching that into two sittings. Or, you know, if you have the balls, go for it. Go for four. Go for the full four hours. Um, Hulu I can't really recommend anything for Hulu because I don't know what Hulu has I don't know what it really does have Um, I would say regular show but HBO max also has regular shows so if that's kind of what you want to watch go for go for HBO max and then um, You know last but not least Disney Plus if you have Disney Plus right now, I recommend getting it and watching um, Let's see what's a really good Disney Plus movie or show that I would recommend? uh for a movie i would say Wally e because Wally e is so good uh for a show um this is a disney plus original show going with um fuck it i'll go with the falcon and winter soldier because a lot more people follow captain america than they would wanda and vision versus loki so i would have to go with the falcon and Winter soldier it I mean, honestly, out of those three shows, Loki, WandaVision, and Falcon and Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier hit me, sorry, excuse me, it hit me the hardest, you know, emotionally speaking. All the shows have good emotion, because they take place, excuse me, again, after, you know, the events of Endgame, and Endgame, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit goes down, so... Those are my recommendations for each streaming service. If you have time, I would definitely say check out at least one of those services, at least one of those recommendations. If you don't like them, well, go fuck yourself. Uh, but also, you're entitled to your own opinion. Stand your ground. But that is all I have to say. So thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week. Have a great day. Bye, guys.